I just don't think it's that good, said Denise. It doesn't do anything for me. Becky bit back a smile, even though Denise couldn't see it over the phone. They'd had this conversation every other week for two months now. It still made for a good distraction, though, and helped fill up the time until Ben got home. It always worried her a bit when Ben was away. Ben was in charge of high-security projects, mostly weapons, often in high-risk areas. Granted, this had been one of the lowest-risk work trips he'd ever taken, just four days in San Diego, and on a non-weapons project. I mean, Marty really likes it, Denise continued, but it just seems like nothing but boobs and snow and blood, and the frozen zombie things, I just don't get them. It feels like not a lot ever actually happens, you know? Five years and they're still talking about winter. Becky gathered up some socks, underwear, two t-shirts, a skirt, and a bra that had been scattered across the bedroom floor. She was a horrible slob whenever she had the house to herself. Worse than she'd been in college. For some reason, she couldn't figure out. So why do you keep watching it? Eh, Marty really likes it. He won't admit it, but I just think he likes all the boobs. Are you guys still watching? She walked to the bathroom and shoved the armload of clothes into the hamper. The bathroom was a mess, too. Her yoga clothes and more underwear. How had she gone through so much underwear in four days? We're a couple of episodes behind, but yeah, she said. I think he likes the boobs, too. And the dragons. Becky put her foot in the trash can and mashed down the small pile of bathroom trash, just enough so it didn't look like it was overflowing. We were talking about doing a DVR marathon this weekend, something to relax a bit after his trip. When's he get back? His plane landed a little while ago, she said. He sent me a text saying he had to stop at the office and give a quick report to his boss. Probably be home any minute now. Cleaning up your mess, she laughed. You know me too well. I should let you go then. Yeah, probably. Give me a call next week, Denise said. Maybe we can all do dinner at that new Japanese place. Okay. She hung up and tossed the phone on the bed. She looked around and tried to spot anything else he could tease her for leaving out. There was a wine glass on her nightstand and a plate with a few cheesecake crumbs. And another wine glass on her dresser. God, she was a slob. And a lush. It crossed her mind now and then that she should try to be one of the good wives, the ones who kept the house clean and had dinner waiting for her husband when he came home. When they'd met, she'd actually been dressed as a 1950s housewife at a Halloween party, complete with martini glass, apron, and a copy of an old good housekeeping list of duties she was supposed to perform. He'd laughed, said she didn't look like the kind of woman who sat around waiting on a husband, and bought her a drink. They'd ended Halloween night with a few things that were not covered in the Good Housekeeping article. Fourteen months later, they were married. She gathered up the glasses and the plate. She could swing by her art studio in the back and grab the dishes there. There was definitely a plate next to her computer from today's lunch, possibly a wine glass from last night. She could rinse them in the sink, maybe. As she reached the studio door, a faint rasp of sliding metal echoed from the front of the house, a key in a lock. There was a click, and then the hinge squeaked. They'd been trying to fix that damned thing for years. The front door. Hey, babe, she called out, setting all the dishes down on the desk.
How was your flight? Ah, well, he wouldn't notice them right away in the studio, and it wasn't like he didn't know her by now. She took a few steps toward the hall, then decided to take the back staircase. It was closer, and she'd probably meet him in the kitchen. Something tickled her brain as her foot hit the first step. The lack of something. The usual chain of sounds she heard when Ben got home had been broken. She hadn't heard the hinge squeak again, or the door close, or his keys hitting the table in the front hall. Babe? She lifted her foot from the step and walked back down the hall. From the top of the staircase, she could see their front door. It sat open by almost a foot. She could smell the lawn outside and hear the traffic heading for the beltway.